Do you like our owl? It's artificial? Of course it is. Must be expensive. Very. listening to the brand new episode of in love with the process this is uh our post thanksgiving i this is a friday catch-up episode because i know none of you are really listening to podcasts on thanksgiving why would we drop one on thursday you know what i mean welcome how are you are you fat you feel fat (laughs) you upset with yourself how many plates how many plates of those leftovers did you have and uh, are you someone that has a refrigerator full of those leftovers? Uh, we do. Uh, and uh, we'll talk a bit about that. What are you doing with those leftovers? Are you uh, a midnight snacker? Are you a cold turkey? There's a reason why they call it cold turkey, right? You'd, that's how, what you replaced your nicotine addiction with. Nicotine. Nicotine addiction with. Isn't that it? Uh, cold turkey, baby. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, we're, uh, we've got a refrigerator full of stuff. It's, it was a great Thanksgiving. A lot of really good, awesome people around. Um, and uh, I love it, man. I, I, I love having uh, holidays here on uh, the West Coast. No offense to the family. I know you're listening, Dad. I miss you. I wish you were here for uh, a lot of our uh, Thanksgivings, our Friendsgivings. They're just, it's fun. It's a lot of fun, actually, to put this stuff on. It's a lot of fucking work, but it's a lot of fun. You know, and uh, we got a good group of people around us. 
that uh, also find it hard to go home for the holidays. Are you uh, a fellow uh, Los Angelino, right? Are you out here in Los Angeles and do you have family on the uh, on the East Coast? It's a fucking nightmare to try to get home for the holidays in the East. It's <clears throat> Not to mention how fucking expensive it is. Like, it's ridiculously expensive to just get a flight, right? It's like 1200 bucks or whatever to get a flight. And I know you're like that lucky motherfucker who pre, pre-plans ahead of time and you found uh, some super cheap flight. I bet you it's like some red eye. I bet you it's going to be like a 12-hour flight, right? I bet it's going to be miserable. It's going to be miserable. So, like, we just don't do it. We just don't do it. Like, And it's, I miss the family. I miss the folks. I miss all of those people. But like the i, the idea of of going through all that nightmare travel time and then trying to book a hotel and then staying in a hotel and trying to do the whole ordeal, eh, it's just too much. To 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 go have a meal, it's just too much. It's too much. I'd rather spend uh, time with the family or go home with the family on an off season and then do something fun and adventurous, um, and not sort of, you know, cram myself into a truck with uh, John Candy and uh, all the rest of the uh, dudes in his fucking polka band. You know what I mean? <laughs> and try to drive across country. Uh, it's, just, it's not my thing right now. But like I said, I miss you guys. I miss the family. I miss you, Dad. Um, I, I did you proud. I, I did some good c- cooking this year. And uh, I'm sorry I'm not there because uh, that means that you're outweighed by uh, you know people that aren't eating what we would normally eat. So... At some point, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, we're. What's the deal? When's Black Friday? What, what, that stuff's all kicking in next, right? So, like, uh, it's already been annoying as far as the you know the pre-holiday season bullshit, which happens. You know, basically, it's corporate America time, right? So it it was uh, Christmas decorations were up like the day after fucking uh, Halloween, for Christ's sakes. You know, I just sort of walk in. I'm like, it's too early, man. Don't ruin this for me. It's too early. Do you guys feel the same way? And I sort of go in there. And I put blinders on. I'm like, I'm not in the Christmas spirit yet. It's not even there. The Christmas spirit starts in the next week or so. Like, it's too early. Um, yeah. Is, one of my favorite times of year is all of this, right? I love the pageantry. I love the uh, the reason to get together and hang out. We got a bunch of shit planned for this year. So... Like I said, Friendsgiving kicked ass. We're going to do our traditions here for Christmas. So we're going to have Christmas Day with a few other uh, family, like people that have families on the East Coast that aren't going home. So we're going to have some of our local family here for Christmas Day. I think we're going to do a Christmas Eve thing. And uh, I think we're going to do two days before Christmas Eve or three days before Christmas Eve bar crawl. Because something fascinating happens here in Los Angeles. Um for those of you who live in Boston, it's sort of the equivalent of when the kids go home for the summer and they're all the, like all the colleges empty out and the place gets really quiet. That happens here in Los Angeles because a lot of folks here are transplants, right? So they all go home for the holidays. You know, they all hitch a ride. You know, it's them and uh, Steve Martin, you know, in a car without a roof. You guys getting these references? I think you are. There's a lot of young people that listen to this. Okay, planes, trains, and automobiles. And the first reference with them in the in the in the truck. I hear you all yelling it. Yep, Home Alone. Okay, so um, yeah, we're gonna do Christmas Day, and uh, like I said, Christmas Eve probably. And then um, we do this bar crawl on uh, the two nights before Christmas, 
um, which is a lot of fun for those folks that are just sort of here. Maybe they're, they're getting a late flight home. It's a good way to celebrate and hang out with each other. I think we should do like a, what do they call it? Like a, like it's, it's called a bunch of different things like Yankee swap or it's like a white elephant or something. Why is that a term? But it's when you buy, you know, everybody buys gifts and you swap them. It's like a gift swap. What do you call it? Right. I know there's people on the East coast calling it one thing and people on the West coast calling it another thing. I think we'll probably do something like that. Maybe It'd be fun. You know, um, uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing this year for the holidays? Do you guys like this time of year? I know it's a mixed bag, right? A lot of emotions come up. A lot of issues come up. It's a mixed bag. And if you are somebody that uh, does find this time period depressing, right, for, for, for valid reasons, whatever those reasons are, um, maybe, maybe, maybe this is the first year that you can rethink it, right? Look around. Look at your friends. See who's, who's hosting. Who's hosting? Who's doing a friend's Christmas? Or who's... Who's doing something fun? And if there aren't, why, why don't you? Why don't you do something? It's always fun. It's, it's incredibly creative. And, and it's, I find it it's so pleasurable to be able to bring people together that don't normally hang out together and, and celebrate and eat, right? I don't know. Hopefully it inspires you to do so. Um, oh, we were talking about leftovers. Okay, so what do you got in your fridge? So... I've, let's see, what do we got? We got, we got uh, smoked ham still. I got some of that, which is a fucking killer leftover for multiple reasons, right? I mean, sure, you can make holiday sandwiches, which is what everybody does. And you guys know how obsessed with sandwiches I am. By the way, uh, with my uh, love sandwich series and my posts about Lexi Luna, the adult actress, the amazing, the amazing adult actress, awesome fucking lady, uh, entrepreneur. Uh, all of that negative shit that I was getting from some of my followers on Instagram. Let me just be as, let me be as honest and pure with you as I possibly can. If you don't fucking like it, fucking unfollow me and do it in a classy way. Like just leave, just leave. Why do you got to be that asshole in the fucking room that stands up and you're going to leave anyways, but you have to say some shit, right? You got to yell it out. I can't believe you fucking back. Okay, dude, just go. Just go, man. Like, I don't have room for people that are incredibly closed-minded about stuff. Believe me, the irony is not lost on me that all of my traffic right now is going to these really great uh, visual effects things where I'm doing posts about people having their skin pulled off and their faces fucking melted, right? And like... uh, purely horrific and scary fucking visual effects for horror movies and you all eating that shit up and then i do a post about a talented woman who works in the entertainment business mind you these people are repped and managed by the same pr people that all these actors and all these other folks are repped and managed by it's the it's the entertainment business all these people work in the entertainment business same shit and then you're just like, I, I can't look at this woman. She's like half naked. I can't. She's a pornographer. This is like, I, all right, look, I know that there's a lot of folks that, that follow me now because of 12 KM and you guys are coming from the Middle East and you guys are coming from places where it's, it's a different lifestyle. How you process people is a different thing. I'm not fucking judging you on that right now. So don't judge me on it and don't judge our show on that shit. Half of you didn't even listen to the fucking episode that had problems with it. If you did listen to it, you'd realize that we talked about fucking sandwiches. 
And yeah, I get it. My post and the image for my post, it's clickbaity. And some people said to me, hey, why, uh, why'd you use that image? Why don't you use another image? I go, I did. Did you see that post? No, that's why I use this fucking image. Because now you see this fucking post. And I'll tell you what, for someone that has such a problem with the content that I'm posting, your negativity is fucking throwing flags up over at Instagram. And now this post is seen by five times the amount of people because you felt like before you left the fucking room, you had to stand up and start bitching it out. Well, joke's on you, dickhead. That actually helps us for our stuff. You know what I mean? There's a handful of, uh, of you out there who I know claim that you're not going to be listening, but you're listening right now. So this is to you. If you're going to be a fucking asshole, you're out and I'll kick you out. I have no problem doing that. You're not going to fucking insult my guests. The people that I have come on the show that trust me to do shit. Fuck off. Seriously. And I, I know it got dark there for a second, gang, but I just had to put that out there. Got no tolerance for that shit. Anyway, so let's talk back to sandwiches. How'd I get on that tangent? Oh, it was a sandwich thing. Right, right, right. If you guys haven't heard it yet, go listen to the Lexi Luna episode. It's fucking great. Then go back and listen to the full episode with her. And I have all those links embedded at inlovewiththeprocess.com. Easy place to find them. Go and listen to the actual episode with her. I'm on this fucking tangent. We're going to go with it. You know what? She started as a fucking school teacher. And she was working as a fucking school teacher first. And she realized that school teachers don't make enough fucking money to survive. There you go. So instead of being an asshole, why don't you support school systems and school teachers? These are the people raising your kids. These are the people raising the kids in your neighborhood. Right? We don't pay these people enough. And then we give them all sorts of shit. And so she decided that she was going to change her business. She fell into this business. It's a fascinating conversation. And what's interesting about it is that there's a stereotype to come without adult actors where you just assume like, okay, so this person was abused or this person was put through some shit, which does happen in that business. But she comes into it as an entrepreneur and figures it out, creates a whole new business for herself. And she goes in there with her head on her shoulder. So she's not taken advantage of. She's not abused. She's not in some fucking basement, a dirty mattress with some creepy dudes sitting around it with lights and cameras. She figured the shit out. It's a great fucking episode. That's the second episode that I've done for porn stars. The first one is with a male porn star, and none of you were bitching about that one. Right? Come on. Come on, man. And please, just get over this stuff sooner so that I, 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 I can stop sitting through shit on TV where they have to force feed me all these fucking messaging about how pieces of shit we are as males. You guys are doing, you guys are fucking just fueling that, that shit. You're fueling it with these dumb comments and posts. Give me a break. Yes, I posted that to get your attention to it. Yes, it's controversial. Yes, it helped get traffic for the show. All of those things. But don't fall down into a hole of expect, like expected bigotry and bullshit, man. Ugh. And I never talk about this on the show out loud. But it triggers. It's a trigger thing. Fuck off. Grow up. And if you don't like it, and you don't like what I'm doing, then don't look at it. And I get see, I keep I keep going in the hole, Mike. This is the last this is the last bit. I get it. You were on Instagram. You're scrolling through Instagram. Your girlfriend's sitting next to you on Instagram. 
suddenly crosses the frame. There's a picture of Lexi Luna on there. And your girlfriend goes, who are you following? I get it. I get it. But it's okay. What you should say is, ah, this is Mike. He, he has a bunch of actors and actresses and all sorts of creatives on his show. And this is an episode about sandwiches. And this adult actress is pretty fascinating. There's a lot more for us. Why not? I started recording. Anyway. Whew. Anyway, leftovers. Man, I got off on a tirade. Leftovers. So I've got some smoked ham in there. I've got some turkey in there. Um, what am I going to do with it? Well, hmm. here's a re- really interesting thing. Leftover mashed potatoes are excellent for breakfast. Like excellent for breakfast. And so what you could do is I could take some of like, what do we got left in there? We got some mushrooms. Let's get some fresh onions. Let's uh, chop up that ham. Oh, yeah, let's do a hash. Let's make a hash. Get some fresh rosemary, some fresh garlic. Then you just, you, you, you throw it all onto a skillet, right? You throw a little bit of oil in there. And uh, maybe there's some leftover pieces of bacon that you sort of wrapped the turkey with. Get some of that fat going in there. And then just... Ooh, just crisp up those mashed potatoes. Warm them up, crisp them up, toss them in there with a ham, toss them in there with some leftovers. If you've got some cranberry, throw a little cranberry in there because that'll be nice. Toss this around, sizzle yourself up like a really good crispy hash that's soft in the center. The move is when you take mashed potatoes, you spread them on the pan, but you also poke a little bit of holes around it so that the steam can get out right? And you just let them sit. You let them sit on there for an extreme amount of time. And then when it becomes solid and it has this layer of crust, you flip it and you do the other side. So it's like crispy. And then the inside is like very sort of uh, pillowy, which is nice with some ham chunks in there. Make yourself a crispy egg, crispy fried egg, throw that on top. Man, that's a Friday fucking brunch, dude. That's, that's what you do. You have people still at the house that, that came for the holidays. That's the move. You make it that. Woo. I love leftovers. Ugh. Because it's like, as someone that likes to cook, you go into the kitchen, you have all these different ingredients that have gone through a long process to become what they were when you had them as a meal. And now you're introducing them into another meal. It's a one of a kind fucking flavor combination. Right? Because you'll never brine the turkey the same exact way. You know, you're just, oh, it's so much fun to go into the kitchen with leftovers and go, what am I going to make? You know, uh, you've got a bunch of really great turkey. Uh, I braised uh, the legs and the wings. So you got I have all that dark meat stuff and I still have broth kicking around. I don't know. How about uh, I get my hands on some of the ramen packets that are in the cabinets right now and let's make us a fucking turkey ramen. Ooh, with slices of white meat. How cool does that sound? Oh, man. And it's like, you know, I know it's not like the real ramen. We're not fucking like boiling it all out. Um, But maybe you are. You still have that chicken carcass kicking around. Make a fucking, or a turkey carcass rather. Make a soup. Oh, oh, dude. The creativity that you get to experience with leftovers. It's the shit, man. It's the shit. I love this time of year for that. This is why your boy gets really fucking fat this time of year. (laughs) 
Ah, man, what are you going to make? Tell me what you make. Show me. Send me pictures on Instagram at Mike Petchy. Tell me what it is that you're making right now for your leftovers. I want to see it. Inspire me. This is like this is like independent movies, right? This is when 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 uh artists get to just play with what they have at their disposal. Mm. Oh, my mouth is watering right now. I gotta get I gotta break into the fridge and do something. Man, that turkey ramen idea. Whew, sounds awesome. So anyway, when I started the show today. I started out with a little Blade Runner references, which is great. And then I transitioned into the Betamax track, which we're so famously known for now. Um, But why? Why did I do that? Well, I've got one thing on my mind right now. And this, it's a humble brag, right? Um, More importantly, there's so much stuff that we go through in this business. So many like ups and downs and peaks and valleys and so many near misses and a lot of depressive moments. And we've talked about, we've fully encompassed that on on this series. We've talked about that on every episode. And uh, I talk a lot about, you know, the failures and the missed moments and the moments of, uh, you know, really saddening, you know, I need to go find fucking therapists to figure this shit out. And each and every one of these moments harden us, right? And we become shelled. You have a thin candy shell of, of, of uh, you know, pain and experience that is sort of crusting around you. And you want to try to break free from it. And I think the only way not to become so calloused is to celebrate the weird opportunities, to celebrate the moments that happen. Um, and I had one of those moments. I had one of those moments. I got this email. It's so fucking cool. I got this email and uh, I will come on and talk about it. I think I'm allowed to talk about it after I do this. But anyway, here's the email. On behalf of Ridley Scott and Scott Free Productions, you are quarterly invited to a special screening of Napoleon. Holy shit. Uh, invitations found below, etc., etc. Uh, unfortunately, Ridley won't be in attendance because he's in Spain for the for the premiere, but the other guys will be there. And there's a note here from Ridley that says, hey there, try to come. It's worth it. Hope you enjoy it. The very best, Ridley Scott. Ridley fucking Scott, dude. Now, look, the callus kicks in, right? You know, I'm like, okay. Well, it's, Ridley didn't actually write me this email. This email came from the, the marketing company and all that kind of stuff. But, Mike, don't be, don't be super, don't be fucking super callous about this man you know you're on the fucking list for this right so then i look at it and there's this cool little thing it's it's playing at the director's guild so i get to go to the director's guild to watch this thing and there's a reception afterwards okay so really's not gonna be there okay that's fine but, but but who else is gonna be there who else is getting invited to this thing i got so fucking excited I got so fucking excited. I called my buddy Will, and he's like, I got one too. And so we're going. And I'm excited. Uh, We'll let you guys know what happens. But uh, it's one of those moments. Got to celebrate one of those moments. And uh, I'm I'm pumped about it. Gina just walked in. Hi, Jeans. Hi. Did you get your tattoo? Yes. Oh. Where'd you get your tattoo? Did we not even discuss this? Well, you said you were getting one. Oh, keep going up with it. Oh, that's cute. 
What is it? Uh, it's a flower. It's, just a, fl- it's a flower. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Very fun. Very cool. Every once in a while, these things happen. You know? Um, like, it's just... You just... You got to remember, it's all about the long game. Right? Because... I met the dudes from Scott Free a while ago. We've been talking about making a movie for a long time. We have a movie that's in development, but it just takes fucking forever. And, you know, oftentimes you're just like, I don't know if this is ever going to happen. And then you just get stuff like this where the guys really enjoy hanging out and they're like, come and do this. I, I fucking love this, man. And, and just for those of you who are always asking, is it worth moving out to Los Angeles? This is one of those reasons why I'm happy to be here. Right, because I could have got this back in Boston. I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Am I gonna try to book a fucking plane ticket and get a hotel, and then go across the fucking country, and it's gonna cost me about three thousand dollars to go to the screening? I'm not gonna go to the screening. Gotta be where the shit is, man. Who knows who we're gonna meet at this thing, right? Who knows who you're gonna talk to, and if anything, I'm just gonna get to go see a cut of his movie with his people. That's so cool, man. And I, I, I'm. Like I said, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying this to make you jealous or envious or anything. I just want to celebrate these moments because it's important. It's important to do so. So um, I hope that gives you guys, I hope you guys can live vicariously through it a little bit and, and know that like if you're putting yourself in the right position and you're, you're staying positive, like little, little things like this are cool. And I, and I know, I know other people got it and they probably went out to a bunch of people and I'm not a special little snowflake with this, but I'm in the group. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I still get pumped being out here in Hollywood. I still get fucking pumped for these things. I'm very, you know, the, the, here's another nerdy thing. I, I just rode my bike today. So I was riding around where I usually ride my bike. I don't want to say exactly where it is because of the reference. And as I'm riding, my back's been bothering me. And so I had to pull over and take a second and sort of stretch my back out and drink some water. And who runs into me? David Sandberg. And I was like, what's up, man? How are you? It was so cool to actually say hi to him and, and go through the process. And he probably won't remember who I am. And maybe at some point he'll be on the show and he'll go, oh, yeah, I was the dude on the with the bike helmet looking like a nerd with my fucking beard and drinking water and bitching about my back. That was me. Um, but every once in a while, it's fun to be out here in Hollywood and you get to meet folks uh, and you get weirdly thrust into strange situations. Uh, for those of you who don't know, David Sternberg directed Shazam, Shazam 2, Lights Out, Annabelle 2, all that stuff. Great guy. We have the same managers. You would think that the managers would help me meet him that way, but now I got to meet him on a fucking bike. You know? Anyway, um, that's it. I know I went off and I ranted and raved a bit on today's show. I want to say this. I appreciate and love each and every one of the fans of the show, the people that support, and there are so many of you who will post under negative comments and come uh, not only to the defense of the guests of the show, but also sort of point out that this is all fun. It's supposed to be fun. Um, And I appreciate each and every one of you. And I know you don't get as much press as the negative folks that do, uh, but that's because of fucking Instagram's algorithm. Welcome to the world of algorithms. Um, But uh, I see you and I love you and I respect each and every one of you who listen to the show. Uh, So thanks for being here. And uh, let's see. Well, I'm doing everything live today. Let's see. What are we going to drop out with? Hmm. I got to put some new music on here. Let's see. What do I got? Hmm. 
Hmm. Hmm. Speaking of negative guys, I love these guys. Yeah, man. We just watched your film, and uh, I can tell you that it's the worst film I ever looked. Thank you for link, but uh, so much disappointment. Me too. Me too. All right, guys. I'll see you later.